With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, you can eat ice! Chronic masticators. We can't stop. Squirrel Nut Fargo, don't you know? Squirrel Nut Fargo, don't you know? The McDonald's Chainsaw Massacre. Good health and happy rectal exams. Hey, if you become a crocodile, that's your problem. Lamey O. McLamer Pants, reporting for TMZ. I don't like choking on beef jerky. (laughs) Apparently I do. COVID-flavored beef meat. 1% bad Santa. Boba Feta Cheese is my favorite Star Wars character. It's a first-person blacksmither. Conjunction Junction. What's your function? The hole does not belong to Peter Jackson. Making things with Bill. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Yeah, I'm not positive what my deal is either, so I just sort of keep on trucking. Wiener plant. This is the morning stream. You were right. Good memories can save your life. Wiener plant. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Look, any excuse to play wiener plant twice. Wiener plant. Yeah, even if it screws up my order. Wiener plant. Ah, uh, wiener plant. Wiener plant. Ah, it's at the same time. That's great. <laughs> Uh, hey everybody, it's uh, the morning stream, it's TMS, it's Christmas week, it's December 21st, 2020, I'm Scott Johnson, he's Brian Ebbett, hi Brian. Hi Scott, welcome to another week, but you know what, it's a holiday week, yeah. it's a, uh, yeah. a snowy week for some people, yeah. for a lot of people up in the northeast, a lot of snow. Yeah, they're getting Not it so hard. so much here on the ground, I'm looking outside, little trace of snow outside, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, we had a we had a pretty good snowfall last week, but this week, pretty, pretty clear, a little warmer. Uh, uh-huh. The mountains, though, are covered, so if you want to ski, now's the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, my understanding is, like, Snowbird and Brighton and uh, Solitude and these various ski resorts near me are just popping with the, with the with the what do you call it, the powder? They got the fresh powder? The pow, fresh pow. Fresh, fresh pow. pow. That's how you say it. went out for the weekend, uh, went up to Jackson's Hole, or Jackson Hole. Mm. The hole does not belong to Jackson. It was just named after Jackson. Yeah, it was not Peter Jackson's Hole. It's know. not Jack. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, but they went out skiing, and uh, as far as I know, conditions looked really, really nice. That so, is awesome. Yeah. Wait, Jackson Hole is a so there's a Jackson Hole in Wyoming, but that's not the one you're talking about. It's the one. I think that's you, the one they went to. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. for skiing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jackson Hole's awesome. Jackson uh-huh. Hole is like. Um, uh, how do I explain this? Like people think that that uh, Wyoming is just a big flat nothing, and there is uh-huh. a lot of nothing there, but. Jackson Hole is this very cool, rustic, sort of like rad town yeah, uh, with all sorts of awesome things. It's great. Nothing wrong with Jackson Hole. Go up there sometime. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Get your cowboy on, basically, is what I would like or to say. Or better yet, come to Breckenridge. Come to Vail. Come here. Come yeah, to Colorado. Come, yeah, come to Colorado. Or hey, come me. to Salt Lake City. Go up to, the, the, up to Sundance and pay way too much Snow, money. Right. Snowbird. Or yeah. uh, what's the one right by Snowbird that's yeah. just up the road? Uh, Brighton. Solitude. Um, uh, all those. There's a bunch of those up there. <laughs> those are the ones I thought there was another resort that's just like... 
like almost tangential to uh, Snowbird. Like no? on the other side of the mountain? I think that's Solitude. I no, think. I think it's still on, on the same. Alta. That's oh, what I'm thinking Al, of. Oh, yeah. Alta. Alta. I'm not sure what we call it. Alta. 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 Well, Alta. It was an Alta high school, and that was our rival school, and we called it Alta, but I think people say Alta when they say the snow thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not it sure. Looks, I mean, it's the first few letters of uh, Alternate. <laughs> <laughs> I need it's new the first three letters of alternate, but not the fourth. Yeah, if your alternator broke, breaks, right? Go see right, a, exactly. uh, a go fix my alternator. A t- t- technician, a car technician. There we go. Alta Vista. That's it. Okay, we don't say Alta Vista. No, if we, we do, Alta we're stupid. Vista. Exactly. All right. See, now we have a baseline. But yeah, Alta's all. Uh, it's okay. It's an all right place. Yeah. It's not that great. Yeah, it's all right. All Snowbird's right. better. Anyway, hey, uh, we're gonna do a show. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I come to you this morning with, uh, you know, one of the one of the uh, barometers or the way I would sort of test uh, COVID for me personally was mm-hmm. who, how close to my circle has it gotten, right? So sure. like extended families, pretty good, buffered it out pretty well. People were being pretty careful with a couple of exceptions and they're just getting lucky they didn't get it. Um, but for the most part, you know, doing okay. My mom's good, which is important. She's 82. She can't, you know, I don't want her exposed. Right. So all this sort right. of stuff. And then here, you know, we're trying to be real careful and everything. So, uh, lo and behold, a week ago, we get a uh, word that Kim's brother and sister-in-law have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know how they got it. And there's, they were kind of, well, I shouldn't say they were embarrassed, but they were like super like, I'm not, we're not telling anyone <laughs> like they, yeah. uh, other than yeah. people they'd come in contact with. They didn't want to make a big deal out of it. So they're over there not having smell or taste. And then, uh, I talked to my sister, one of my sisters, not Wendy, another sister this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she says, yeah, we have COVID. And I'm like, what? what? You guys are like not even 10 minute drive from me. Oh. I go, what happened? Anyways, long story short. Uh, is it the sister that I met uh, in Vegas a couple times? Let's say that that's the one, yes. Aww. I've only got the three, and yeah. the, and one of them, <laughs> one of them you'll probably one never of them meet. Is Wendy. Yeah, and one of them's Wendy. <laughs> one, of them's, one of them's Wendy, and the other two aren't. So there you go. <laughs> right, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, Aww. I love my sister, and so I'm a little worried about her, and she... Uh, Anyway, she said, so So they've been extremely careful also. They've got new babies in the family with her uh, mm-hmm. son's little kids and stuff like that. And so uh, they've been, you know, crazy careful themselves since March. And then even even like around uh, Thanksgiving, they had some family in Vegas that said, hey, we want to come and be with you guys for Thanksgiving. And it was like six of them. And they said, ah, oh, mm-hmm. it's a bad idea. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. So this is just, a, you know, not even a month ago. And... This time around, those same people were coming from Vegas to Salt Lake City for a funeral. And they basically like, well, we can't really afford it. We need somewhere to stay. And Misha, Misha, now I've said her name. My sister, <laughs> my sister, you know, Misha the bear uh, in uh, World of Warcraft, uh, the bear. Right. That's right. Uh, she she said yes, because she felt bad that they, you know, it's a funeral. Yeah. You're coming. It, it, last time, you know, it's fine. Nobody's positive. All right. All right. All right. So she did it. Sure enough, they brought it from Vegas with them. Didn't know they had it. Mm. Gave it to my sister and my brother-in-law. Thankfully, uh, her son and the kids that were living there temporarily have been have, were moved to Japan because it's a long story, okay. but my nephew now lives in Japan with his wife who is Japanese, and they live there now. So they moved out just in time not to be exposed to this. So now they've got it, and they got the no smell and the no taste and kind of you know moderate to rough uh, symptoms and everything. But what a bummer. It's like, 
They didn't know. They were just trying to do the right thing. They thought was the right thing that day. Turns out the right thing is just to tell everyone no. But it's hard with family, right? You got it's, it's really family. hard with family. Yeah, yeah, we're dealing with that. Um, I don't want to get into too much detail, but we're dealing right uh, right now with that and Tina's family. Yeah. That uh, she's got family members that are compromised, very immune compromised for for reasons, and um, but they're. There's a family member that is insistent on coming out to be with the immune compromised family over Christmas, yeah. even though a coworker of theirs just tested positive for COVID a week ago and they refused to get a COVID test themselves. See, that's bad. That's bad. Yes. Yes. That's, so that's I'm not going to say anything more about who that is, but yeah. But, uh. The worst part about this, see, this is where it gets tricky, is. We thought I was thinking about the immediate impact, which was like, oh, no, my sister, and my brother-in-law, you know, mm-hmm. who are kicking their own butts a little bit about it. But, it, you know, again, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to throw anybody out there who's just doing we're all doing the best we can. All right. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if you, exactly. some people get it just by freaking accident and you don't even know where it came from and you were careful as you could be. Brian Brushwood, for example, is totally mm-hmm. careful, touches one gas thing on his way to pick up a dog on the one time they went anywhere gets it brings it home like you do your best all right you do your best that's the problem with a with a freaking contagion like this it's just eh, i don't care who you are i don't care how careful you are so you just do the things you can to minimize it and i'm not judging anybody for it here's what i'm saying though what was i saying i had a thing to say (laughs) i forgot what oh so here's what i'm saying what was i saying here's the downside of it when they got here and this whole thing happened now I'm going, oh, wait, they went to a funeral. That means they were in contact with a ton of other people. And I'm guessing a bunch of people hugged because that's what people do at funerals. And there right. was probably all sorts of contact that they're like, oh, well, we're here and we're in the middle of the emotion of it. And and again, reasonable human feelings are there. I understand mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But yeah. then I, who knows? Now she's got to probably let all those people know. I mean, my sister didn't right. go to the funeral. but the, the Well, it's the responsible thing. Like, hey, uh... I know I just saw you last week at the funeral. Um, you may want to go get checked. Right, right. And I'm not saying people who are flagrant about this shouldn't ca- uh, receive our ire. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking mm-hmm. about people who are doing their best and it slips in. Like they're just mm-hmm. doing their best. Mm-hmm. And you might say, yeah. well, wasn't their best to say you could stay here? Okay. <laughs> Easy for you to say until something like that happens around you. Okay. Right. Everybody right. try to be empathetic to each other. Try to be open. Open your hearts. Mm-hmm. Touch each other in the in the in the boobies, you know, whatever you got to do. <laughs> no, no, no. You can try. Oh, wait, it did that I way, say Scott. that wrong? Oh, I didn't mean to. No, no, I said the no, loud no. Part. That's a uh, okay. That's a super spreader event, but it's uh, a <laughs> damn it. It's a super duper spreader event. What was I thinking? All right, let's move on. Uh, let's eat some jerky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's celebrate. Let's celebrate this great. Let's COVID eat news. something that somebody made and sent to us. Yeah. Uh, and sealed in plastic. Yeah, <laughs> which means that poss- potentially, if there was any virus present, it's sealed in this plastic. As far as we uh, know. it wouldn't have anything to live, on. it would have died. You think so? This jerky looks pretty good. I would have lived on the jerky if I was the virus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. All I don't right. think it's like a a dog you can leave with a bowl of food for the weekend while you go. It's <laughs> a good point. All right, here's this. I like to eat. We're gonna test a little food here. This was sent yeah. to us by. Oh, I lost the thing. Do you have Jesse Jesse Call. Oh, there it is, Jesse Call. Thank yes, big thanks to that. Jesse Call for sending this. We are starting off with originally sent us about uh, eight different flavors. 
And uh, there are eight flavors you can get. Eight flavors you can get. Look at that piece right there. It looks like bacon. How did you get into yours? I don't have a blade. Um, I cut with scissors. Cut the bag open. You don't have scissors at your desk? Not handy. Um, World you live in. I know. What's the... <laughs> <laughs> this is lame. All right, I'm going to use my teeth. There we go. Okay, yeah, that works. That's fine. Mm-hmm. All right, Good. I'm a big jerky fan. I love the jerky. Mm-hmm. And so, no pressure. Oh, it smells good. Oh, this looks like well... Uh, Cottage Grove, Minnesota, by the way, is where he's from. And he handmade these, uh, killed the cow himself, and then made the beef, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Here we go. Oh, that's really hard jerky. Mm. Oh, wow. It's good jerky, though. That's original? What, what flavor am I getting there? Meat. <laughs> no, there's some salt. Maybe it's just the level of salts giving it a certain particular flavor. But Maybe, yeah. Now that okay, if I'm mm-hmm. out hiking Escalante or somewhere like that, <laughs> I want this with me. You're tasting the COVID, Scott. It's COVID flavor. That COVID flavor. Mmm. <laughs> no, it's like um, this is outdoor. Mm-hmm. I just hiked four miles jerky. That's what this is. Yeah. No. That's really good. All right. Awesome. All right. Going to eat more of that later. Yeah. That was real good. And for those who love it, when we masticate on air, welcome back to We Like to Eat. Well, I like to eat. Yeah. Chronic masticators. Can't stop. All right. I'm going to swallow this. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're good. We've done So it. much material for Jamie right there. Yep. We've done it. Okay. Now what? Oh, I know what. Oh, man, we got a good one today. I can tell because mm-hmm. Brian tested the thing, and I have no idea what to expect. So uh, here goes. We're going to add Dunaway to the call. We're going to uh, play whatever game it is we're playing, and uh, we're going to have some fun while we're doing it. We're going to give away some prizes, hopefully, and you at home can call the number 801-471-0462 to participate your own selves. Let's yes. um, take care of that now if I can find the damn thing to play. Here we go. that that means brian dunaway's joined us hi brian oh is that what that means oh hi scott and brian hi how are you how are you today i'm doing pretty good man it's christmas week yeah week christmas. yeah get in the spirit i like, need you guys to be just a little bit more excited okay all right <laughs> it's christmas <laughs> i'm actually very excited i know you i know 2020 has been exhausting and know covid's been a beast but it's almost time for christmas yeah that's right remember things like this hey this christmas party is getting a little too quiet i think it's time we liven it up with my favorite christmas gift mr microphone hey what's that well you set the dial on your fm radio that party got lit as soon as that guy plugged in that microphone man it went from zero to three just like that yeah so so be like Dunaway and get excited. You guys have some pop. <laughs> uh, joining us uh, is Brian, and we're also going to uh, welcome a listener to the show. Uh, let's see who this is who's been waiting very patiently. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Neil. Well, hello, Neil. How are you? Hey, Neil. Oh, I'm good. What are you? Uh, what's your moniker in the chat room? I forget. Uh, Vidoid. Vidoid. I have that right? Vidoid. Oh, vid- vid- vidoid. Vidoid. Vid- like vidoid. Vid- yeah. Vid- 
Vidalade? No, Wait, vidoid. Oh. Like vid, like video. Oh, oid, like avoid the noid. Right? Basically? We have it? Okay. Pretty much, yeah. All right, close enough. Well, Neil, it's good to have you here. Vidalade. From the makers of... Gatorade <laughs> now brings you Vitalade, Vitalade. fresh vittles. Fresh vittles. All right, Brian, you can explain to Vitalade here what, uh, what what he's gonna win and how he might do uh, it. God, there's so much to explain. Yes, welcome to the other new game I've been working on, the Tadpooly Feud. Oh wow! I've surveyed <laughs> the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that they gave us. Uh, Neil, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with one of our players. Now, uh, because we don't have a buzzer system, uh, Neil, you're going to get to decide who guesses first uh, for an answer on the board. And whoever guesses a higher rated answer, they have the option to pass or play, just like Family Feud. And the team that plays will have to guess as many answers on the board until they get three strikes. It's just like that. Um, So it'll all make sense as we get into it. Let me give you your topic because I uh, stopped that before YouTube has a hissy fit. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they're going right. to love you. After that. Hey, Steve Harvey, can I have a kiss? Yeah, of course. <laughs> that wasn't his deal. It was Richard your Dawson. Your mustache tickles. Yeah. It should have been. That's why he does totally We know Richard Dawson was the kisser. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, here's the uh, quiz. We surveyed 180 Tadpool members, got the top 10 answers on the board. What is the greatest Christmas movie of all time? Oh. Uh, top 10 answers are on the board. Uh, Neil, first, you get to decide who's going to guess first. Yeah. Next time, JC Calhoun. The problem with using uh, online buzzer, JC Calhoun, is Brian Dunaway. I don't think you're in front of a computer and your phone, right? You're on a. Uh, I think you're on a. No, I'm just. Well, I got my I got my head headset on. It's uh, it's a it's a remote headset. So I'm okay. sitting over in the corner in my room. But I don't. I can go to the computer. No, no, no. Do I need to go right. to? No, the you don't computer? need to go to your computer. So, uh, Neil. Uh, pick one of our players here. They're going to get to give an answer first, and then we'll kind of go from there. So uh, uh, We'll have Dunaway go first. All right. All right. So, Dunaway, give me your answer to uh, the to- the uh, one of the top 10 Christmas movies. And you want to go as high on the list as you can. Okay. The okay. I want, you, I want you to tell me exactly the phrasing of the question that sure. you asked the tadpole. I want to what know the exact phrasing. Go ahead. The exact phrasing. What is the greatest Christmas movie of all time? Okay, what is the greatest Christmas movie of all time? So. This is hard. Okay. I mean, this is the tadpole after all. All right. I'm going to go oh, with It's a Wonderful Life. It's Don't fail me, tadpole. Life. Show me It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, it's a wonderful life. Uh, number eight on the board. Seven numbers. Wow. Seven, seven answers are higher than that, Scott. Can you give me an answer higher than that? Well, knowing it's the tadpole and knowing some of their proclivities towards certain entertainment, I'm going to go with Elf, the movie Elf. Ah, Elf. I almost went with Show Elf. me Elf. Number three on the board, Scott. That gives you the option to pass or play. You'll get to keep guessing until you get three strikes, in which case it'll be uh, the other player's turn to try to steal. Would you like to pass or play? I'm going to play. Okay, Scott's going to play. I'm sorry, I should look um, back at some fake family that's not here and go, pass, play, pass, play. <laughs> what you We're going to play. We're going to play, Richard. We're going to play. All right. All right. So, uh, so Scott's going to give answers, but uh, Brian and Neil, you guys get ready for the steal. If Scott gets three strikes, you guys okay. get a chance to steal 
and uh, yeah. we'll see how he does. Steal Scott. the deal. Okay. All right. So I just pick one here. Um, what is the greatest Christmas movie of all time, according to our tadpole? Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Show me National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, number seven on. I'm sorry, number four wow. on the list. Four on the list. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting blown away because I'm like, yeah, oh. you, you're because you got to remember who we're asking here, who the who the crowd is. They're not going to go. Oh, right. I just love that miracle on 34th Street. They're not going to do that. It's not going to be their deal. Right. Right. It's got to be stuff that's either more modern or more like kitschy uh, or nerdy. But they got smart ass answers in there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe. now I know, understand. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I keep All going, right. right? You keep going until you get some strikes. Yeah. All right. I'm fueling this with some salty beef. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> let's go with um, salty beef. Um, oh, geez. Uh, let's. Uh, Let's go Nightmare Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Show me Nightmare Before Christmas. Number seven on the board. Oh, wow. I thought I already answered number seven. No. No, No, I accidentally said seven when I meant four. He meant four, yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. I need need a board so I can see. (laughs) I know. You totally do. Um, We'll work on that for next time. um, I like it so far, though. (laughs) Um, let's do the um, 19 early 80s. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, throwing a Christmas story. <laughs> a Christmas story. You shoot your eye out. Yeah, Show that. me a Christmas story. Yes, number two on the list. Very oh, good. Man. Oh, interesting. I have no idea what number okay, one okay. must be. Okay. Um, I kinda, okay. I'm starting to fill the tads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feeling yeah. the tads. Yeah, oh, the tad. gently, gently cup the tads. It's Tadpool. It freaking Die Hard is on there. Show me that, yippee kai mother effer. That's number one on the list. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't think of that. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, All right. Smart ass answer. You, I knew it had to be. Since normally mm-hmm. they'd have a visual while they're looking at the board, how many slots are left? Oh, there are one, two, three, four answers. Four answers still on the board. Okay. Um, the uh, the uh, the Dunaway team over there huddling in the corner, getting ready for the steal. What do you think? Oh, <laughs> uh, too close together uh, for COVID times. That's what I think. Love actually. Love actually. Love actually. Show me. Uh, love actually. Uh, oh, really? did not make the top ten. Yeah. Right. Really? Only four, only four people of the 180 we surveyed said love actually, so it did not make the. Top that would have been. I, I, I would have thought that would have been the one as well. All oh. right. So, hey, what do you think? Do we get to discuss it like they do? Yeah. Yeah. You will. You will uh, after Scott gets three strikes. Oh, three strikes. He oh, gets. He gets two more, or he gets uh, guesses until he gets two more strikes. Um. Yeah. Bad Premature, Santa. I gotcha. Bad Santa. Bad. Show me bad Santa. Oops, nope. Sorry, it should be a... That's what it should be. <laughs> Fat fingered it. Bad Santa, uh, one person said bad Santa. Oh, really? Oh, man. Randy Jordan in that? Is that the one person? <laughs> Good right. thing, yes. um, Bad Santa is the best Santa. Hmm. All right. This is my third strike if I don't get it right. That's correct. What was I just thinking about the other day? Oh, oh uh, uh, Kevin and uh, uh, the uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Home, show uh, me Home Alone. 
Yes, number five on the list. At least uh, three. Three more answers to go. All right. Um. Oh. This is hard. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's movies only, no TV, right? Uh, made for TV movies, I guess, would be included, but movies like not a Ooh, you know a not a very mm. special episode of Blossom uh, does not but <laughs> did not uh, factor on this list. This week, Blossom's friend has AIDS. How did he get it? What's the deal with AIDS? <laughs> What's the deal with AIDS? Um, right. And what will Joey say about it? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, is I is my guess? It's, it's right. a good guess. Yeah, it's a very good guess. Um. Oh, oh, um, um, the Jim Carrey, uh, uh, uh Grinch thing, uh, the, uh, the, the Grinch, the Grinch. Good, close oh, enough. Dr. Seuss's The How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Show me. Oh, that's, no, I mean, no. that is, I, actually, I wanted to say this. Uh, that people, is, that is four, the correct answer is no, because that's a terrible, bad movie. So, so yeah, yes. And I, and I included the, I put the animated because there was no way to differentiate when some people just put the Grinch. I did not right. differentiate the. It's a, it's a, the, the, the Grinch. Exactly. It's like all those Grinches. Uh, only four people said any combination of Grinches. Uh, really? <laughs> were the best of all time. So, terrible. all right. So telling. Neil and Brian, you guys get a chance to uh, steal. All right. Got to come now, up do, with can one we discuss of the three. It? You totally can. Keep it to Please do discuss it. You guys have three, All right, answers, so I'm thinking, three possible answers on the board. I'm, I'm thinking as these smart asses in the tadpole, uh, they already said diehard hearts, and that was what, number one? So I'm going to say Gremlins is probably going to be up there. I think at least at least two smarties in there, right? Mm-hmm. Neil, do you have any, do you have any uh, Neil? ideas? Oh, wait. Sorry. Neil's muted. Mute Neil. That's my oh, fault. Bad. All right. Go ahead, Neil. Sorry. I was thinking a nightmare before Christmas or a Muppet Christmas movie. I was going to say Muppets Christmas. Uh, I think Scott said yeah, nightmare, nightmare before Christmas. Scott did say and... nightmare. So since you can't see the board up there right. in those bright orange and yellow tiles, yeah. yes, hard to see it. <laughs> nightmare right. before Christmas right. was already said. Now, yeah. There's some safe ones like the Santa Claus, but this is the Deadpool. So do you think Gremlins right. or Muppets Christmas Carol? What do you think? I'm going to say I like them both, but let's go with Muppets. Let's I, go with the Muppets. We're going right. with the Muppets. That's smart call. Show me Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. Ah, yes. That so, was number six on the board, as was uh, the Santa Claus, number nine. Uh, this means you won, oh. by the way. Congratulations. And Neil, congratulations. Here's a secret. You would win either way in this game, because that's mm-hmm. the way we're going to do this one. But uh, Brian Dunaway oh. wins. Uh, Brian, Dun- Brian Dunaway and Neil, and especially Neil, because he talked you out of lethal not Lethal Weapon, Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins did not even make the list. Lethal Weapon Dang had it. two. Uh-huh. Last one on the list really? Scrooged. Scrooged! Oh, Scrooged. another, another yes, movie. It's Scrooged, a con- controversial Christmas movie in my family. Do not like that. I like this game. This is, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, it like sucks, this. though, because I got like seven of them, and then you get the strikes and boom. You chose, but you're you the one who said, play. I know. You chose to play chump. Don't you watch no, Family No, I Q? know. It's been a while, and I, I get it. There's there's some strategy the, the to that The family that chooses to play almost always loses. Always. They do. Uh, Luke in the chat wants to know how I don't like Scrooge. I've I've gone in deep, de- deep depth detail on this before on this show, and I'm not going to do it again, but I just think it's the most phoned-in thing Bill Murray ever did. 
I hate that movie. I do not like. I it. I like it because he is such a curmudgeon. I and that what's that's what makes it good. It's not. It's not. It's but good. that's not what he's doing. He's not doing a pure Scrooge curmudgeony role. He's literally just getting a paycheck and looks like he just doesn't want to freaking be there at all. Like it's a. It's a. It, it does not hold up the way totally, people think it does. That's Scott, what makes it is, great. It is though, okay. Is that he doesn't look like. It doesn't look like he wants to be in any movies ever. I don't know. There's hey, that's what I that. love about him in Ghostbusters. I mean, he was always just like, eh. I like yeah. the characterization. Scott, but you are welcome to not like Scrooge. Thank you very much. Don't let anybody tell you, you I have to like it. Spoiler, you I don't like a thing. Like spoiler. It. Yeah, spoiler, I don't like it. Right. Uh, well, excellent. This means good things for our good pal, Neil, here, who has won this contest. Yay. Neil, how do you feel about uh, how things went down? Uh, I feel ecstatic. That's awesome because I'm playing this. Winner, game. winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> You've won the oh, chicken dinner. I did dinner. forget to tell you what you won. You won, uh, courtesy of Wesley, a copy of Autonauts and Fantasy Blacksmith Ooh. on Steam. Oh, Fantasy Blacksmith's awesome. That's a cool. Yeah, it's like, uh, uh, how do uh, you know how? Okay, in an RPG, it's a first person blacksmither. <laughs> in an RPG, you're constantly. You're not that far off. In, in a first person oh, really? uh, RPG, you're constantly like finding weapons, going to a blacksmith, having him improve them, enhance them, fix them, whatever. Now you get to basically you get to play the role of the blacksmith in a in a fantasy RPG, and you're <laughs> it's up to you to make sure the dude's got the best weapons. It's a weird take, but it's great. I, that game's awesome. You'll you'll love it. Uh, well, well done. Congratulations yeah. and well done. You are our winner. To gather those prizes, one only needs to email Brian Ibbett. Has to be you though. Uh, over at Coverville at Gmail .com. he will hand you your codes, and you are the winner. Merry Christmas and have a great week. Yay! Brian Dunaway, woo, woo. how do you feel? You, you scooped me. You got me. I feel pretty good. I was like, I was worried because I thought she was going to do, he's going to hand it over to me and I was like, oh no, it's kind of like, name that tune. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't want it. It's not my turn. I, you do it. I thought you were going to lose with, um, uh, which, what'd you get? What, what was the last Gremlins one? Was, Gremlins was the one he almost said. Uh, he ended up saying Muppets yeah, Christmas yeah, Carol. Yeah. Oh, that's thank, what it was. Yeah. Thank goodness uh, Neil talked you into that mm -hmm. because, yeah. yeah. See, I cannot Gremlins. believe I forgot Muppets Christmas. It is my favorite Christmas thing to watch every year. I love that thing. That's, that is crazy. Wow. Yeah, I love that. So Wait, wait. You love it. But which one do you love? Do you love the one with or without the sappy uh, park song? Uh, I like the... Oh, wait. There's a sappy park song and... I don't know what that is. What are yeah. you telling me? Muppets Christmas Carol. There are multiple versions of Muppets Oh, Christmas yes. Oh, you've never been to the Amazon reviews uh, of of the Blu-ray where the people are like, they cut <laughs> my favorite song. I was actually going to check those out this week. So yeah. it's funny you bring it up. Yeah, I'm glad right. you brought that up. I have it on been... my to-do list to read the Amazon reviews for the Muppets yeah, Blu-ray. What do y'all do when you're sitting on the toilet? Listen, Brian's bucket list is like, go you to Italy, Pokemon. Uh, go, catch all the Pokemon, <laughs> and then also check out those reviews on that Blu-ray edition. <laughs> Right, exactly. Like get in there and get it done. All right. Well, I I'm gonna watch that actually. Thanks for the reminder. It's on Disney Plus now. Really good transfer of it. So if you um, guys out there, I hope it Disney has Plus. the park song. Yeah, Emmett Otter's Jug Band better. Christmas was another one that uh, did make the list, but not high enough to. Also, oh, I thought that was a TV. Uh, four people said Love Actually. Three people Miracle on 34th Street. Christmas with the Cranks had two. Jingle all the way, and Klaus also had two. Oh, Klaus is oh, awesome. Klaus. Yeah, Klaus, Klaus is new though. Klaus. That's hard to disseminate. Like, give that another ten years when if it's whether yeah. it's a classic or not, and then people put it on their list. But it's very good. Exactly. Yes, Galaxy Quest. Spoiler alert: it. We're going to play another one of these on Wednesday, so be ready. Ooh, I like it. Well, now I won't be so. I won't be such a hog at the beginning and like pretend I know everything. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Great. Dunaway. Christmas uh, movies, that's easy. I, I want you to have a, a grand day, a reminder that the Boop Show has moved to Tuesdays. That means tomorrow at 3.30 Mountain Time, there will be a Boop Show this week. And we're going to talk about Boop. our favorite games that we played on the show for the year of 2020. So we're gonna say like, Correct. hey, but you are, guys, are you also doing a video game review, or are you just doing just? No, the, I'm gonna do. We'll do a game from the week, and okay. we'll do our our pick for the year. I think. I think that's the way to do. It. Excellent. Yeah, this is show prep right on the air. This is how we do everything. So uh, there you go. You're welcome. Yeah, it's good. And uh, Brian Dunaway, between now and then, we wish you nothing but good health and happy. Uh, rectal exams goodbye we wish you good tidings yeah of great joy and the rectal thing we also how are your tidings are your tidings all right scott they're okay they're not of great joy they're more of um mediocre uh average uh, average feeling (laughs) (laughs) those are my tidings okay all right good tidings of Mediocre, nothing. All right, we're gonna do a. We're gonna do. A, what time is it? Oh, we got time. Look at this. We got time. We're gonna do this right here. Now, if you'll excuse me, I must go take my vitamins. Your news has upset me greatly. Well, then let's do the news, and it's brought to you by D and D fans looking for a unique campaign in a custom wasteland world. Need look no further than there will be dungeons on the Frog Pants Network live on Sundays and posted on podcast and YouTube right after. Check it out at There Will Be Dungeons. Yes. Yesterday we were introduced to a massive boss fight we don't know about yet, but I'm sure that's what it is. So check it out. Okay. A man with a chainsaw. It's always a bad headline to start with. Oh, geez. Is it a Florida man with a chainsaw? No, it's not, apparently. It's a main man with a chainsaw. A main man. You're our main main man. man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With a chainsaw chases McDonald's employees and steals their food and drink. Oh. Yeah, drink uh, singular, by the way. A man has been arrested after entering a McDonald's establishment and stealing food before chasing employees with a chainsaw. That's a slightly different order than the title implies. Do you know what I mean? Right, yes. Stealing food and then chased employees. Yeah. Yeah, stealing food before, before chasing employees with a chainsaw. So it's not like you can pocket the chainsaw and pull it out when you need to. He had to walk around, steal the food, and then say, "Oh, by the way, I got this chainsaw here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's uh, the headline implies he he came in and did it the other way, and that kind of annoys me. But whatever, mm-hmm. we'll keep reading. Mm-hmm. The incident occurred at approximately 3:30 p.m. at a McDonald's franchise in Portland, Maine, when the Westbrook Police Department received a report that a male suspect was chasing people with a chainsaw. According to the investigation by the Westbrook Police Department. The suspect, age 26, uh, named Alice Sweet of Portland, Maine. Is that a lady? That's Alice a lady. Sweet. It's a lady, I think. Yeah. Could be Alice Cooper type. There's something Alice. No. <laughs> I don't know. It's a fake name, but, you know, could be. Who, What's that? There's another Alice Sweet. Why does that name sound? Oh, is there an Alice Sweet Thomas? Oh. A famous Alice Sweet Thomas? Uh, oh, while you're looking that up, can you yeah. remind me? Kim and I uh, burned through season three of uh, Fargo and uh, mm-hmm. decided to watch the premiere of four before going to bed last night. Yes. Can you remind me the dad of the <laughs> Which girl? Which one of those people is a squirrel nut zipper? <laughs> yes, that's the guy. That's the band. You just answered it. I couldn't remember. Andrew Andrew Bird is the dad. He's uh... Oh, it's funny. There's a park here in Arvada called the Alice Sweet Thomas Park. Oh, well, that's why. That's why. You that's know. why. Well, the reason I ask... So she's famous for Arvada, but I don't know why she's famous for Well, you know, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. But she, but uh, Kim, uh, my wife, Kim, 
was like, Why? who is that? And I go, what do you mean? She goes, that guy looks familiar. I said, he's well, he's in a band. I know that because Brian told me, but I couldn't remember what band. <laughs> and, she, and I'll tell her and she won't. She, it's not going to ring any bells because she's not like a big follower of Squirrel Nut Zippers. But they're so weird. What a weird band. Yeah. Anyway. That show's great. You guys know that. It's uh, so great. Uh, and that when, band's great, too. Let's see. When the manager confronted the suspect in the uh, parking lot, the suspect began chasing the manager with the chainsaw. Suspect also used the chainsaw to damage two vehicles that were at the restaurant. Mm. Makes sense. Those are good targets. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. Easy target. Yeah. How's the shake machine? Is oh. the shake machine okay? Yeah, because now they have a real excuse to say it's broken. <laughs> That's right. Right. Someone. He also got it. the shake machine. We think it's not working. We <laughs> must have gotten it with the chainsaw. Yeah. Now you guys have an excuse for the next twelve right. months or something. Now that you bring it up, I think he did get the shake machine too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who did we hear from? Even uh, I don't have it handy. There was an email from someone who worked at a McDonald's and confirmed that basically they lie about that all the time because it's just a pain to clean and use. So it's <laughs> really? not ever broken. Yeah. They oh just, my gosh. Yeah. People just make it up because they don't want to deal with it. Uh, anyway, responding officers were quickly able to locate the suspect near a tire store and close to the McDonald's when they arrived at the scene. The suspect subsequently attempted to run from the police on foot, but was caught and arrested without further incident, just a short distance away, according to the Westbrook Police Department. Now, somebody like that, when you tell them to do community service, do you do like a, like a heavily, um, you know, uh, chaperoned, uh, cut down some trees that are in the way kind of job. Do you, do you make them use the, the tool of their crime? Yeah, for, oh, yeah absolutely. Hey, you, you know, it's uh live by the sword, die by the sword kind of thing. The punishment has to fit the crime. So clear out some of this, uh, this, uh, this underbrush. That's right. With your chainsaw. Certified 76 in the chat says it is true. I managed a McDonald's in college, meaning those machines are always down because they're a pain, not because wow. they're broken. Yeah. Think of that next time they tell you that, Brian. Not that you and I are getting shakes all the time, but you know what I mean. Or or not that I I've, I don't think I even own a chainsaw. I have a sawzall that I could use in a pinch if I needed to, if I needed the power of, of a quick sawing something. Yeah. What do you use a uh, sawzall? Well, you use it to saw at all, right? Uh, I use it to get free Whoppers at Burger King <laughs> and to damage cars in the parking lot. <laughs> no, we used it for uh, we use it for big branches that need to come down that are lower. For the higher ones, we have a we have one of those extender poles with a saw on the end of it. Mm. And actually, that has a chainsaw on the end of it too. <laughs> now that I think about it, totally does. Do you ever use it on the um, Russian trees that were hanging over the Russian branches? No, no. no. Um, and I, I think I don't know if I talked about why I'd be hesitant to do that is because if we make that tree lopsided and it falls over and hits, even though we're taking getting rid of the branches above our house, mm-hmm. if we cut off branches that make that thing fall over because it's now lopsided to the neighbor's yard and it yeah. damages anything, yeah. we'd be liable for it. Oh, wow. Even right. though we're just clearing the branches that are above our house. You know what that would mean, Brian? Here's what would have to happen. I have this all planned out in my head. All right, let's hear you would, it. Let's you would enter it. a room, and this is what you would hear. <laughs> yeah. Brian Ebert had a tree over his thing. Is he liable for it? The judge is now going to do a thing and talk to you. As a reminder, our litigants are not actors. What? <laughs> I've been holding on to that song or that clip for about... Eight, four months waiting for an excuse to play it. <laughs> to play it? No, you have your Brian, Brian finally did it. He rolled out the red carpet and I got to do it. 
<laughs> nice work. All right. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Well, that's what you do. All right. Let's see. What else do we have here? We got uh, oh, more fast food. Uh, fast food worker receives donations after customers throw a drink at him or a customer threw a drink at her just right in her face. Oh, yeah, I know. So this is lame, but uh, good. The good things happen to those who are abused, I suppose. Anyway, that's a terrible thing to say, isn't it? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> good things happen to those who are abused. To those who are abused. Yeah. I guess oh, I mean in this case, in this particular case, something nice happened to this person. Right. So keep your emails to yourselves. Uh, it says here while waiting to pick up food earlier this month, Feroza Said Said. I'm not sure I'd say that. Uh, watched in astonishment as an irate customer in the car in front of her threw a large drink directly at the woman working in the drive-thru window at a fast food restaurant in suburbia, suburban Al- uh, Atlanta. It's a lost city. Would you like Atlanta's. any sides with that? Nope, I'll just throw my drink at, at, at her. Yeah. Do you want any, do you want any uh, ketchup? There's no. a dad joke that kind of clunked right there. No, I didn't mind it. That was all right. You miss, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's exactly right. <laughs> From what she could make out, the man was furious that the ice had been added to his beverage. So he's a, one of those no oh. ice guys. Uh, I'm going to say that that's not enough reason to throw a thing at somebody, but whatever. No. When Saeed pulled up to the window, the employee was distraught, soaked and crying. Brianna, the assaulted woman, was also six months pregnant. Uh, not cool. As, it re- as reported on CNN, Saeed gave Brianna a $20 tip, commiserating with her, and offered to contact the police. Later, unable to shake the feeling of outrage over the man's vicious attack, Saeed wrote about the incident on her Facebook page and received an overwhelming response. It's overwhelming. Aww. Uh, that sparked the idea. Saeed asked her fr- Facebook friends and followers if they would send five bucks or any small amount to her Venmo or Cash App. She assured them she'd find a way to get the money to her. She did. And it was a, uh, provided the, the, the single mom or single mother-to-be a uh, uh, beautiful early Christmas present of some cash. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. The uh, sounds like a Christian Bale, like uh, <laughs> a little bit. You put ice in my drink. Yep. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Or yeah. Russell Crowe. Or don't ever do this. This is a horrible thing to do to somebody. You know. You heard, uh, did you hear the Tom Cruise clip? Oh yeah, where he's all mad Impossible? about them breaking protocol yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. You know what? I'm I'm behind Tom Cruise on this one. I mean, I am too. I haven't heard him. I've never heard him. No, I'm sure he does. He may do this more often than we think. And this one just happened to be COVID related because he just sounds like somebody who might get pissed on set and it say, "Sounds like the angry Tom Cruise character from every Tom Cruise movie, yeah. right? Like you yeah. can't handle the truth." Yep. Yep. You think he? I know it's a Jack Nicholson line, but but before that is the line that Tom Cruise says, and he says it angrily, but we don't know that line, so he says it's a line after. So he says, oh, he says we want, want the, the truth. truth." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then Jack Nicholson goes, the truth, I gave uh, as good as it gets. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, exactly. Move on. Yeah. They had to have him keep recording it because he would he would revert back to some old role. But anyway, the point is, uh, don't don't do stuff like this. Be nice to each other. Knock it off. And, uh, yeah, you know, let's uh, let's do a little better next time. How about that? Okay. And if you get ice in your drink, guess what? You can, you know, be cool. Be cool, brother. Yeah. Either drink with the ice or, or say, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, just say, you oh, oh I needed that without ice. Is that okay? And they'll do yeah. it for you. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you do this to anybody? Oh, I'm getting madder the more I think about it. Mm. I would have gotten mm. out. You know what I would have done? And I know it's hard in this in the middle of things. I'd have mm-hmm. gotten out of my car. I would want to get out of my car, whether I would have done it or not in the in the moment. I don't know, but... 
if it were me, I want to just get out of there. So you're behind, you're behind the car that's throwing a cup full of ice. You're in the drive-through. You're you're in a place where you've got room to open your door, so you can get out before mm-hmm. you get up to the window, where mm-hmm. you don't want to open your door without causing car damage. Yeah. You see them do that, and um, you here's get out and stand like in front of their car, so they can't move. Nope. Or I go. You, here's uh, what I go. I go over to the the uh, the driver's side. Whoever threw it, whoever I saw throw it, whatever side they're on, okay? Mm-hmm. So I go over to that side, tink, 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 on the window until they roll it down. What? <laughs> and then I would take whatever old-ass freaking half-drink coffee mug bullcrap I had in my car and just go, in his face and go, how do you like it? How do you like it, a-hole? You do the turnabout. Turnabout is fair play. I love oh, it. Annoys me. All I had were these shriveled up French fries under the passenger seat, but I'm totally throwing them at you and a penny too. <laughs> well, see, that's the problem with my ther- my my plan is I need to have a, a drink, drink or something. Because if it's just <laughs> an old me, French fry, give me that. Do you have any drinks in here, Kim? Kim? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because she'd be driving anyway, right? It wouldn't be me buying the wheel. So right, she'd just yes. pull up and let me She'd get be out. Driving. You'd be able to hop out. You'd be able to rummage through the trunk for just the right thing. That's right, because I have my personal driver, Kim Johnson, to take care of my driving. <laughs> here's, a, here's a dumb thing. Uh, Brazilian uh-huh. President Jair Bolsonaro. 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 Don't ask me to pronounce that first name, because I would say Jair. There you go. Jair, Jair Bolsonaro. Jair. Uh, he says COVID vaccine will turn people into crocodiles hmm. in a bizarre rant that was uh, well, happening. Do we have proof that it doesn't? Well, as you know, Brian, absence of evidence must be evidence. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're all going to be killer crocs after this thing. It'll be awesome. I we'll heard finally be able to get rid of Batman for good. My uncle said that the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, during an outlandish an outlandish rant uh, on Thursday, the president suggested the vaccine could also lead women to grow facial hair and men speaking with effeminate voices. <laughs> this guy's awesome. Uh, in the great. Pfizer contract, it is very clear, he says, we're not responsible for any side effects. He says is the quote, if you turn into a crocodile, that's your problem, says him. He continued, if you become a superhuman, if a woman starts... Wait a minute. He really skips over the superhuman. He says, if you become superhuman, or if a woman starts to grow a beard, or if a man starts to speak with an effeminate voice, Pfizer won't have anything to do with it. I'll take the superhuman. It's fine. All right. Is it? Wait, wait. So I can fly and I've just got an effeminate voice? Sign me up. Give me two vaccines. I'll take it. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Uh, the UK you're became. Be, you're going to be uh, super strong, uh, ma'am, but you're going to have a mustache and a beard. <laughs> you're going to grow facial hair. <laughs> Not what she was planning on that day. Clinical trials the of the Club uh, Justice League of America. That's right. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, UK. Yeah, it says here the UK became the first Western country to authorize the Pfizer candidate earlier in the month. Clinical trials for the shot involving more than forty-three thousand five hundred volunteers, with more than twenty thousand receiving the vaccine. Showed the jab that the jab was ninety five percent effective in its protein or protection rather against the coronavirus. Oh, um, I want I want us to start calling it the jab. Hey, have you gotten the jab yet? Nope. Yeah, let's uh, do get it. the jab in the second wave and the third wave. Let's do it. The jab is good. The jab. Yeah. Hey, have you gotten the jab yet? Who do we call the jab? Oh, uh, the current uh, CEO of Blizzard Entertainment. Uh, they call it jab because it's uh, oh really Jay Allen Brack, and they call him jab for sure. Oh. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. The jab. I knew that sounded familiar. I was like, why do I? Why is that just ringing a bell when you say jab? But that's that's why. 
the jab. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, really old, wrinkly things, let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> our old pal, Keith Richards. Sure. Um, Keith Richards, meet the cockroach. Special birthday present given to Keith Richards. He is now the distinct owner. This is the uh, guitarist, by the way, from the Rolling Stones, in case anyone doesn't yeah. know who I'm talking about. The, these are the, the two living beings that would survive a nuclear attack. Yep. Keith Richards and a cockroach. Yep. When that day comes, because right now they have kind of taken over, I, I think, wanna, the spot. I want to watch that sitcom, by the way. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> but they've kind of taken over the spot left by uh, the Barney Miller guy. Um, oh, Abe Vigoda. If so-and-so is, is, is Keith Richards still alive? Yep, Keith Richard Checky's still alive. Because for the longest time, it was like, you know, Abe Vigoda just wouldn't die. And then he did. So now we got these guys. But anyway. Right. Uh, he's got the he's got the distinct honor now of having a cockroach named after him, and the little bugger isn't even a or sorry even has a custom guitar just like its namesake. Here's the deal: <laughs> Rolling Stones guitarist is celebrating his 77th birthday on Friday, so I think this is either last Friday or this coming Friday. And the mm. Children's Museum in Westford, uh, West Hartford, Connecticut, is recognizing him with a Madagascar hissing cockroach. Cool. Uh, the joke: Keith and cockroaches have great survival rates. So. That's the mm-hmm. that's the combo. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as you can see, there's a shiny new miniature bass uh, guitar inside Keith, uh, the little Keith, the cockroach's enclosure. Super cute. The guitar, not the cockroach. Anyway, unless you're into that. Okay, this TMZ article is pissing me off because it's, it's annoying the way you're talking. <laughs> is that is that freaking thing actual size or is that like a doctored photo? I think that's real. Um, oh my god! Yeah, he, it's huge. Yeah. It, I guess it's it's um, it looks bigger because it's a miniature guitar with a giant cockroach on it right and he's yes that 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 image has a way of saying that's a full-size guitar and look at this giant cockroach on it that's right it's yeah. a guitar in the background of keith richards but really it's a foreground guitar with a uh giant cockroach yeah. on it and yeah i one, think that is a the one where they're together i don't like that one either because that's i don't know mm-hmm. man that guy did a lot of drugs he's i know he's an outlier but that's but, yeah, probably not good for the most drugged out musician in the history of the world to be so healthy at 77, you know? <laughs> the dude even fell out of a coconut tree five, ten years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, they, it looks like they superimposed Keith and his background on top of the picture of the, the cockroach enclosure. My yeah. guess is the, the two of them have never been within a mile of each other, the cockroach and Keith. I'll tell you what annoys me the most about this article is that uh, one of the sentences ends with the phrase "just saying" with an apostrophe. Oh, that's not journalism. Yeah. Is just saying, and yeah, that's bad. Uh, unless you're, although that little guy slapping the bass might cross over into adorable. Just saying, that's a guy filling word word commitments. Yeah, who's who's this person? Uh, who's Let, this TMZ? Uh, it doesn't even give a name. Not no byline for this TMZ uh, reporter. You're right, it's not. Oh, you're right. Uh, Lamo yeah. McLamer pants, but Hugh didn't put his name in it. All right. Well, that uh, knowing that, we're going to take a break and play a song. Uh, Brian will present it in all of its glory. Brian. Yeah, let's go to Phoenix. And if you are a fan of the bands uh, 21 Pilots, Linkin Park, Post Malone, I Prevail, Youngblood, uh, all of these, then you might like this. Although what you're going to hear is an acoustic cover or acoustic version of one of their hits. I actually like the acoustic version a lot. Uh, this is a band called This Modern. They have a brand new uh, album that that came out, and they've released the single next time around uh, a couple months ago um, uh, as, as part of their, uh, their their release. Now they've released a an acoustic version of it 
this thing's awesome and doesn't have all of the 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 slickness of the studio release. Um, feels a little bit more grounded, a lot more approachable down to earth um here but if you like this one check out the studio version as well and see which one you like here is next time around by the band this modern i've been offered the same mix you've been offering me too i'm still driving the same whip i used to try to see you i never know what to say when you look at me with those eyes I used to think, I used to think that all we had is time I ran to my face hit the sidewalk I feel like I've been down for so long I should've known better than this by now Maybe next time around Never felt so alone like I used to feel in my home I wonder why my old best friend is never hitting my phone I'm thinking back to the old times I pictured all of this life I wonder why, yeah, I wonder why I got new folks by my side I broke down, I can't stop to miss you These two personalities get you Day by day, it's hard but we get there I wish I could make you proud I ran to my face, hit the sidewalk I feel like I've been down for so long I should've known better talk about pitney bows our good pals at pitney bows been with us for a long time really like these guys with pitney bows and send pro online from pitney bows you can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely there's a lot of that going on right now for as low as four dollars and 99 cents a month you'll have access to discounts up to 40 percent that's off of usps priority mail and now up to 62 percent off ups daily rates Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services. That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival. 
and save five cents on every first class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of SimPro online from Pitney Bowes. I'll have a baked potato and a salad. I'll have the mixed vegetables. Enough of this. This is horse piss. <laughs> this is the morning stream. Look, we just want the money. You guys can walk away. We will kill you. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. We just want the money. We just want the money. This, of course, I have the biggest crush on her. Enough of this. This is horse piss. She's so great. She is really, really good. When I approached that, before I started watching it, I went, I went, I think she's going to be my least favorite character because this is a weird thing to say, but because the the movie was just these dumb dudes. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, we're going to have to have a lady play dumb. And is she going to be dumb and and as dumb as the the guys? And does that mix up the formula of what what we do in the shadows is about? And I I don't know. I just had these misgivings. I was so wrong, dude. She is so great. She's my favorite thing in it. Fantastic. She's so good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love her. She's so good. Anyway, if you haven't watched what we do in the shadows, the TV show, you're insane. Get out there, get it going, <laughs> or you don't have access to uh, whichever because it's not. Oh, is it? It's on Netflix now, isn't it? I, there's Hulu. no excuse. Hulu, yeah, Hulu. So, that's right. So Hulu. technically, it's a Hulu. Uh, it's an FX show, so it's now a day and date on Hulu, Hulu kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Just like Far- right. Fargo and stuff, yeah. Which is kind of nice because uh, you know they buy that uh, Disney buys Fox, and suddenly all that stuff becomes available. Hmm. So much easier to get. Yeah, huh. hmm. so much easier to get uh, get a hold of than. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Okay, what are we doing now? Oh, yeah. Subscription. We're going to call Bill. Bill Duran. On the week of his coronation. Just kidding. It's not really. <laughs> it's none of that. None of that is true. I made all that up. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Bill Duran from the Pacific Northwest and the studios and makerspace of the punishedprops.com website and concern. Hey, Bill, welcome to the show. How are you? Good morning, friends. Doing all right? Well, that's Doing good. Right. Had a nice relaxing weekend. Hey, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna recommend something. When you talk about um, somebody's building or office or company or whatever, I'm I'm gonna start doing this from now on. But just start calling it a concern because I love a it. concern. Okay. I like yeah. that. <laughs> so yours is a maker concern that we're talking about yes. today. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad you had a good weekend, and it's good to have you here. Uh, I did want to tell you something before you got started, and that is that um, your 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 multi year love of Destiny and Destiny Two mm-hmm. have finally. It finally makes sense to me, and I've I've gotten a little bit weirdly hooked on Destiny. So, just oh. throwing that out there. Can't can't kind of stop playing at the moment, and uh, love it. Can't stop, won't stop playing the uh, the new Series X update uh, version of it, and it's fantastic on console, and it's very good. So, oh, that's anyway. excellent. Yeah, I played I played solid for a while there, and uh, I had a really good time with that game. And there's still lots of stuff I want to make from it. <laughs> yeah, well, and you've got a few that you already did, so you know. I'm just saying, if anyone wants to find out how Bill made a gun <clears throat> from the Destiny universe, 
there's a there's a website and a YouTube channel, so go check it. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill, let's uh, dive right into it. Here on this Christmas week, this hallowed, most hallowed of times, what are you making and why should we do it? Uh, so I, uh, both Brittany and I, held off on watching season two of The Mandalorian mm. until last night. Oh. Okay. So you binge the whole thing in one in one go? Absolutely, and it was oh, fantastic. Awesome. And I want to talk about it. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's do it. But so, okay, no spoilers, chat. We're not doing any spoilers. All right. No, okay. I want to talk about the. Let's really... just say. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the incredible props, costumes, and practical effects that they did uh, in season two. Because man, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I do know that there is a behind-the-scenes uh, sort of feature from Season 1 on Disney Plus that I have not watched yet, and I, I will soon. And I've heard that's really, really good, showing a lot of how they made what they made. I've watched the first couple episodes of it, and it's really good. I was kind of... Um, I know that there's not going to be a lot of content for a while, so those I was kind of savoring for like, all right, I've got a full hour. I can watch one, you know, start to finish and, and mm-hmm. soak it in. Yeah. And a lot of times, uh, we've been watching through the Lord of the Rings behind the scenes again. <laughs> yeah. And those, uh, there's more of that than there is movie, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is awesome. There's, I don't know, like five hours of footage for every single Lord of the Rings movie. Uh, As it should through. be, right? Because it was so freaking ambitious, even you know, even by today's standards. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's and just... even same with Mandalorian. I bet yeah. there's more behind the scenes footage than than finished show, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now, I have watched a lot of stuff on YouTube. A lot of people talking about how they filmed it mm-hmm. and the way they filmed everything with a a lot of stuff they filmed with a projected background. Yeah. Unreal uh, Unreal Engine projected background, uh, basically using that engine and then smart AI stuff to uh, track movements of their actors. So, like, if, if Mando's in a scene and it's supposed to be Tatooine or something and he's, and he's moving, the background will move... In a natural right. fashion, really? com- compared oh, to like where he's standing. Oh, it's amazing that stuff. It's so cool. Huh. So right. Cool. So it's a, it's basically a, the background's a video game that moves based on the position of a virtual camera that matches the c- position of the real camera. It's it's bananas to see it work. And <laughs> it's so and cool. I've started seeing this happen at um, not so expensive levels either. Like just extending a set or adding a background with a uh, an off the shelf. Um, a 4K projector. Uh, you can't do that fancy motion tracking stuff, but if you have a static camera and you want to put a fantasy background behind it, you can just do that with a with a projector with your mm-hmm. own, you know, from from Best Buy or whatever, which is really cool. And I've seen some YouTube people doing that, uh, which is very exciting. Yeah, uh, it's, it's I feel really like cool. a lot of the tech they've developed for this show and the way they film it is going to be commonplace for all types of filming moving forward. I think it's 100% uh-huh. true and it will not only it's it's going to be genre film uh standard moving forward. Mm-hmm. If I mean it's really expensive now, but this rigging and stuff will 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 drop in cost, but for big productions who cares, right? They already have the money. Um and and the results this is the main th- takeaway. The results are astounding. If you were to create what they are what they are doing with traditional methods which means a lot of like going to tunisia to get your desert shots and all that crap if they did it that way that's way more work like exponentially more work than what they've been able to pull off here 
and they're doing right. it so seamlessly and so like photorealistically and even physically that it's just a game changer. Like, how can it not? Right. Be? It's insane. It's so cool. Yeah. Cause, so in the show, they travel to many different places. And like you're saying, if you had to go to those physically film at all those places, bring all your people, all your mm. stuff, your your makeup stuff out. Like, just there's a lot of stuff to bring. You don't have to do that. That all lives on this one uh, soundstage that you can swap out for anywhere in the world, real or imagined. It's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can see a lot of smaller productions making um, films that look very big using similar techniques, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm all I'm here for this. And also, Brian, if you get a sec, the one of the what's that's Disney series called the behind the scenes one that's about this show i forgot the name yeah of it. that's um i'll pull it up because that that's i watched the first couple episodes of that and it like i said i need to get back to it yeah because it only the first one's like about the directors second one's about the actors and i think the third one mm-hmm. is all about this tech we're talking about oh, and it'll there we go that's why i haven't gotten to because i've seen I've, I've, the one on my screen that it says the next one to watch is the one with taika watiti so maybe i'm maybe i've only watched one then because if uh second one's about the cast and crew then yeah yeah the cast i think is next so they but that yeah. third one is just mind blowing it's mind blowing and it's so cool because you know bill bill said you know it's like a video game back there i mean yeah, yeah that's the origins of it but it's not really because it's like unreal engine 5 it's the latest tech it's all the latest stuff that that thing does which is photorealistic like down to the pixel and mm-hmm. everything you've ever seen in that show where you went oh they're just filming on in you know like the nevada desert or they're Tunisia. not they're not well, yeah, doing right, any of that. Uh, they're mm-hmm. all in this this cave with a bunch of projections. It's crazy. Yeah, That's there cool. was no there's no point when I was watching where I didn't believe they were in the places mm-hmm. that they were meant to look like. What's so good? It's really now, bad. Oh, oh, half an hour episode. So yeah, easily. Oh, this will be my new my new thing to watch now that uh, the season's over. You'll like it. Yeah, I'll be diving into that soon. Yeah. Once I once I'm done getting through all the Lord of the Rings stuff, <laughs> it's just there's <laughs> so much. Uh, now, of course, there were lots of awesome costumes and props in the Mandalorian um, what really blew my mind was how many unique characters with custom costumes mm-hmm. like they're you know they're stormtroopers they all have the same costume that's and they've been making them the same way forever but new characters with custom costumes all kinds of weapons different new weapons we haven't seen before um, and also of course I'm seeing lots of cosplayers remake these already uh, there's lots of Mandalorians in the show, lots of different Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. So there's a different Mando helmet for every day of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they all look so good. Everything has to stand up to close scrutiny now with everything being filmed in 4K. Yeah. All these custom props, costumes, and creatures, lots of alien heads, they all look so good. Everything looks good. Little details and wrinkles and yeah. stuff like, you know, I don't want to get specific about what character, but there's a character with, a, you know, a lot of a lot of alien appliances, and those appliances mm-hmm. look organic and real and oh, you know, yeah. in a way that you've now, never... Have- thought of before. have you yet uh, made uh, the hilt of a um of a not quite a lightsaber but something that we finally see in this series that we no. we briefly saw in the in, in the animated series but you have not yet made the no my my personal opinion is that that particular item looks kind of dumb <laughs> really that's where, that's where i'm at i tend to that's agree that's other people like it and that's great i i'm not i tend it. to agree and i i could tell you what i think I will text you the part that I think is dumb, and then you can tell me if you think 
if, if, if that's why you think it's dumb. Okay, Cause, that's fair. Because I have a very specific thing about its design that just irks me. That's true. We did see it in the final episode of season one. It's been yeah, it's been yeah. out for a while. We can talk about the yeah, probably. Here. But uh, so yeah. Uh, so the last thing I wanted to throw in there is I had a couple of friends who got to work on season two. There is that uh, it's not really a, a spoiler, but at some point some Mon Calamarians show up, and the the dock worker with the cable knit sweater. Yeah, if you guys remember that that mm-hmm. handsome gentleman. <laughs> yeah. So I believe the head was made by my buddy Frank Ippolito. A lot of people worked oh. on it. Um, he didn't do the voice. I think if you listen to it, you would, it would be obvious. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he was in the costume on set. So when you see that Mon Calamarian show up in his dock outfit, his yeah. waiters and his cable knit Is he the one sweater. that like, shook his head? That's Frank. <clears throat> yeah, it's Frank in there. He shook his head in, in, uh, in frustration or whatever. That's, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, And like- then uh, later in the season, there is in the, ba- in the background shot, there's like a big walker. With, that's picking up garbage. Mm-hmm. It's a stop motion puppet that my buddy really? Sean Charlesworth made. Yeah, and again, he didn't animate it. He he did the fabrication, built this stop motion puppet, and then uh, someone else animated it for the scene. But they're like, you know, their willingness to mix these mediums and say, mm-hmm. "All right, this is CGI. This is projection room. There's a stop motion puppet in the background that is now composited in this other digital overlay." Like, <coughs> sorry. I choked on some jerky, but <laughs> the idea that they took all of these things <laughs> and put and mushed them together to create kind of a multi-approach sort of uh, approach to the effects like that really stands out to me. I just love that. It, you, so you can feel it coming out of the screen. That kind of passion and sort of collaboration between techniques is so cool. Yeah, and they're all of those techniques are getting to a point now where they're not only are they really, really, really good, but the people making films are understanding the best ways to utilize those individual techniques and mix those techniques to get a super polished final result. And I think that's what this this show is a really great example of that, uh, and it's been really fun to watch. I agree. Sorry, choking my brain out. Uh, well, uh, uh, well, I want to get specific about <coughs> something you may have seen on the show that you'd want to make, but I don't know if we can avoid spoilers that way. But were there were there a handful of things you were like, oh, I'm making one of those for sure? Uh, nothing jumped out that like I gotta make it, but there's a few things that are tempting me. Yeah, I think I want to. I want to make the Razor Crest for reasons, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I won't tell you why, but. Let's just say I want a razor crest. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you stick around well, to the uh, to the post credits on the last one? I didn't realize there were post credits. I'm gonna have to oh, go. Oh, Bill, watch that. Billy boy, Billy Bob, You're you gotta go right. back. You're kidding, right? You've got no, no, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Really? Oh, okay. The end of every every episode had like four minutes of credits, yeah. and I would just skip the credits because I want to play the next episode. Gotcha. Well, you so, know, when there's uh, there's um, usually title like. Uh, uh, images, painted images that they mm-hmm. use for storyboards, and so since we didn't get that with this last one, it was kind of an indication of like, all right, stick around. Oh, cool! We'll have somewhere. to go check that out. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, and also, chat saying there's a stinger is not a spoiler. Calm yourself. Did somebody, down. did somebody say that that yes. they complained about that? Yes. Sorry, <laughs> I have beef so in we, my hole. Yeah, <laughs> we also finished it. We stayed up late to to watch it. So by the time the the show ended. 
last night. It was it was past my bedtime, so I quit early. But we'll we will go watch that. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I got the beef in the hole, and it's making it so I can barely talk. But I think you should. You should go back and watch those post credits. You're gonna love it. All right. And we spoiled nothing, but you'll love it. Uh, Billy, a, uh, oh, sorry, you got a bonus link this week? <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're going to make it. Let this be a lesson to you kids. Uh, eating jerky while you're doing a podcast. <laughs> so uh, my pals over at Tested did an interview with some of the guys that worked on the Razor Crest model, the physical model that they built for it. Then the motion control rig that they made to... Uh, to fly the ship uh, around in front of a camera to get a lot of those space shots. Uh, so if you look, go to test it and look up the uh, look up the ILM motion control Razor Crest, you'll find it. It's super cool. That's cool. So wait, this is like just the model, like the uh, what do you call it? The little scale model, not like a big yeah. Uh, okay, little filming model. It's like two feet long, I think, something like that. I would take that, hang it in my house. Oh yeah, yeah, and walk by it and admire it every time I see it. That's what I would mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is fantastic. I just want to spend some time walking around behind Adam Savage's, you know, in his background, looking at all the stuff he's got back there. Oh, yeah. It's Jeez. it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. All right. Well, that's good stuff. Uh, well done, everybody. Bill Duran always joining us on a, on a Monday, but we're not going to see you until after Christmas. I wish you the greatest Christmas of all time, Bill. May it I be, it'll probably be okay. Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> I, I think it will be. But uh, if you're ever bored and you want to run a strike with uh, your old pal Scott, you let me know and we'll uh, we'll hop. Oh, back excellent, excellent, cool. Take Bill, it easy, guys. Bill Duran, everybody. See we'll see you, you later. All right. I'm gonna pause for a second. <coughs> oh my god! I cannot stop coughing. Yes. Okay, we're back. Sorry, everybody. For that, Scott got food in his lungs, and uh, when that happens, you got a cough. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's about the best you can do. All right. Well, glad you're OK. And glad you're back. Thanks, man. <clears throat> I was talking I, uh, to Tadpool about uh, changes to the Tadpooly feud. So it's going to be two strikes oh, going forward strikes. instead of three. Oh, OK. What's the and, why, why uh, that? Why, what does that do? It, it just makes it uh, gets the answer over to the, the the player that's not playing sooner. Oh, I see. OK. Yeah, so instead of you getting three bad guesses, you'd only get two bad guesses. Or or Brian would only get two bad guesses. Well, let's see what this guy thinks. Steven. Joining us now is Steven Schleicher, all the way from Hayes, Kansas. Joins us on Mondays. Joins us. Joins us on Mondays. Joins us. It's a joy. <laughs> Merry birthday, Joins us. Praise Joins us. Yes, praise Joins us. <laughs> uh, he's here. He's joining us, and he's uh, feeling good about life. How you doing there, uh, Stephen? How you? How you? Doing? Well, apparently, I'm feeling good about life. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I don't know why I know that about you, but you know, you're a happy guy. You got a nice little family. Things are going okay. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> hi, Brian. To... Oh, go ahead. What'd you say? Oh, you said good morning. I said hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Stephen. How are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm blabbing and coughing to death. Uh, hey, uh, we're gonna <clears throat> get right into it. We're not. Uh, we just want a thumbs up or thumbs down from you. On Mandalorian as a whole, and how oh, things ended up. Well, I mean, I always enjoy it. Yes, mm-hmm. it's always good. I have I have some nitpicks and complaints that people know about. Um, I have a big issue with the final episode. Mm. Mm. I really know what that is. Yeah, uh, no. Let's just say there's some special effects work that looked subpar. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, okay. I'm gonna. I know what you're talking about, and I still say no. Well, knowing what I know about how they made it, I still say. I still say it's we're better with it than without it. 
Does that make sense? Oh no, I don't. I didn't mm-hmm. say that that part shouldn't have been included because it was a really cool part. Um, but I just think that the way that they went about it could have been done a little bit differently and with better success. Yeah, that's that's probably true of lots of stuff. But but yeah, like overall, this season <clears throat> really resonated with me. There are certain things I really loved about the first season, but uh, the combination of the two, like as just one big arc. Mm-hmm. This is it. This is Star Wars for me. Like. I yeah. hope the new series well, do the same thing for me, but this is a, this is Star Wars for me in a way that it hasn't been since the original trilogy, uh, maybe mm-hmm. even since A New Hope was brand new and changing all of our minds forever. Like that's how good I think it is compared to say those last three movies or certainly the prequels or any of that. All of that feels really flat and empty to me. Yeah. To well, this. you know, last week we talked about all the new Star Wars uh, shows that they were announcing for Disney Plus. Uh, today they officially announced another new show that's coming next year. Mm. Yeah, and this was oh, official. Right? Coming, this was December, coming in December, coming uh, in December 2021, before uh-huh. the next season of The Mandalorian arrives. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so this was made official by Disney. It's like in all their press this releases, morning. and yeah, this yeah. morning it's on Twitter, it's on Facebook, it's on everything. They're telling people about a new series coming. So it's not a spoiler to tell you guys. That they're making a Boba Fett series, okay? Yeah, it's called the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, right. Which finally, uh, a book we'll all read, right? Uh, then yes, we'll be into finally. it. <clears throat> so, uh, oh, the bucket Boba Fett is what it's called. Yeah. What do so we the, know? The, well, here's what we know about it. Uh, it is going to be executive produced by John Favreau, who is the best thing to happen to Marvel or Disney or Star Wars, as well as Dave Filoni. Uh, it will be run by Robert Rodriguez, which is going to be super exciting. He actually directed one of the episodes of season two. One of the best. He was a, a really good one. Love that. Yep. And it's set completely within the Mandalorian timeline. Uh, awesome. Okay. Well, I would hope so. Uh, so, so do you think is Rodriguez the guy? So he's going to show run. I didn't realize that. I didn't read that. Says part. It's going to be run by him or helmed by him. So uh, interesting. You know, that means he's in charge of the writer's room. Uh, means he'll probably write and direct a couple of episodes, usually the pilot of the the show. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, right? But yeah. as a mm-hmm. as somebody, but he'll work with Favreau, he'll and he'll work with Filoni, you know, directly on on the mission, on the vision of everything and all that. I would assume. So we're not going to mm-hmm. get you know from dust tilt on the the Boba Fett style series or whatever. It's I mean, be. you might, maybe. I don't know. I mean, he did go into that one place, and you know, he's now in there. Yeah, he did that one thing with that place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's. I'm well very done. excited. Well done. That was good. I'm very, I'm very excited. Based on based on things that happened in season two of Mandalorian, uh, that that seems like a really cool offshoot to me. And mm-hmm. uh, and of know. course, we're already getting the the Ahsoka uh, show as well. So this makes you know perfect sense that we got not one, not two, but three backdoor pilots in this in this season. Yeah, which is crazy if you think about that. Like, when does that happen? Like, it's not mm-hmm. since the Berlanti stuff, right? Where you'd get like. Suddenly, every right. DC hero's exactly. getting their own show. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now we've got uh, the Legends of Tomorrow. And oh, sure, Batwoman, too. How about that one? And yeah, right. Well, uh, exciting. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of hate because people were going nuts over the spoilers when the episode dropped last Friday. Mm-hmm. But uh, when a company comes out and makes it official mm-hmm. as a news item, that's not a spoiler. No, right. there's a new exactly. series, guys. And I didn't announce it. Someone else did. So cut it out. They also think it's a spoiler that I said that... Uh, that there's a stinger at the end of the final episode, which is uh, well, they did that in person. season one. 
They did that in season one. Why not do it in season two? They do it with all sorts of stuff. They did it with an episode of Fargo I saw last night. So what are you going to do? What? Thanks, Scott. I haven't even watched Fargo since season one. (laughs) Can you believe it? Now you've ruined it for me. What? Are you saying that something happens in Fargo? Oh, thanks a lot for ruining Fargo. Seriously, this anti-spoiler stuff lately. I understand when people don't want people to come out and go, this guy did this one thing. I'm not, I, I agree. I'm not going to do that to you. But I, this, this weird concept that I constantly spoil things and that today's had any spoilers in it. Citation required. Citation I think, needed. I think, I think for something like Mandalorian, Monday is a good day to end the embargo on spoilers because now people have had three days to watch something. It's not like they, well, I have to figure out a time to go to the movie theater. I have to figure out a time to go do this. I think two, three days after that is plenty of time. It should be, so, but I, I even give them longer. I'll give everybody two weeks and I won't say anything. I just don't know why they're so sure I'm spoiling something today. I haven't said a thing. Yeah, no, there was a there was a, a person who is in uh, this final episode who went on and, and asked everyone on his Twitter feed, so did you guys watch anything cool today? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Which is a great way to not spoil and 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 you know it's a subtweet so he's not spoiling but he's he is if you've seen it but only if you've seen it right right so you'd have to see it to know why he's making that reference otherwise it just sounds like he's asking us general question hey anybody seen any good tv lately like he's looking yeah. for suggestions yeah <laughs> i love that Careful. i thought that was great Oh, man, we just skimmed the surface with our razor crest on the spoilers for this one so <laughs> i will say this i mean again you know, how far back do we go on spoilers? If you're someone like Bill and you haven't watched the entire season, well, sorry. But if we're just talking about the last episode, the previous three episodes of Mandalorian do a lot to deconstruct who, what's his name is, uh, Jin Jun is in the show, who Mando is in the show, yeah. right? Where they, I have a, my huge nitpick is him taking off his helmet, which I thought was totally appropriate for the for a specific moment, mm. but like three episodes ago, he takes off his helmet so he can do the uh, the scan, the face scan thing. Mm-hmm. When we think about how this first season and second season have progressed of let's deconstruct everything that you, Mando, believe about your Mandalorian society. First, he takes off his helmet. Then the then there's the Razor Crest episode, and then there is the the other thing. He's basically giving up what it means to be in his mind, Mandalorian to move forward, which yeah. I think is really kind of cool. But yeah, I like that too. I'm a fan. Yeah. The repeated taking off the helmets is to mm-hmm. me, not well, appropriate. And it takes me off because I mean, Toby Maguire did that so much in the Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No Spider-Man. He prizes his, his secret identity to keep his family safe. Yet they've got to have him taking his mask off every 30 seconds to say, Oh, by the way, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, but in Mando's yeah. case, it isn't just to hide. It's a different, right? it's it's a a different, different thing. thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's yeah. More, it's and more and as Dice to... Tomato said in the chat, yeah, the um, uh, Bo-Katan, when she's like, man, why are you going with these fundy Mandalorian ways? You need to really change that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. I think that's that part where the re- you kind of know where the rest of the season goes, where he really starts to question, what does it mean to be who I am? And is it okay to deviate from this path now that I've seen that? The things that the hardcores were all about, maybe not the right way to to go about the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, it's good stuff. If you haven't seen it, go binge now. It's time. You have the holidays. Oh, wait, maybe don't because you're going to be too busy watching uh, Wonder Woman 1984 and Soul, both of which drop on uh, Christmas Day. Yeah. And what a so great a double lot. feature to keep me from thinking about the family. Yeah, I love it. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Like, uh, 
straight up like that day is better Christmas day is a better day this year than than it would have been because of these two these two movies coming Mm -hmm. out we are so excited here to watch them totally stoked Mm -hmm. it's truly a Christmas miracle truly yep are they both uh, like midnight the night before you know Christmas I don't know what the exact time is my guess is a midnight west coast time yeah, you know, it used to just be midnight, so that would be East Coast. But then they're like, "Oh no, that means the people on the West Coast can watch it before they go to bed." So let's make it West Coast time. Yeah, right. What about um, Australians? What about? Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they well actually, Australians can go watch it in a movie last week, movie theaters last week oh, because right. the the, yes. the movie did arrive. At least Wonder Woman 1984 arrived in theaters that were participating worldwide on the 16th. Mm-hmm. So they've had plenty right. of time to go and see it. And of course, there's some reviews that have popped up. Some are saying it's it's really a great sequel. Others are just like, well, it's just another Wonder Woman movie. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So uh, just be aware of that when you go into it. But I I think I cannot wait to do this. And I would say that if anyone did buy a new television set for the holidays, uh, you know, getting one of those 4K, you know, HDR, uh, you know, Apple TV 4K systems, make sure you get a right cable for for that. Make sure your uh, HDMI cable supports the throughput for all of that stuff because if you don't you're really going to be missing out that's yeah, like 2.1 really hdmi yeah. 2.1 i think uh, yeah i went in um you know i talked about the new tv that we had purchased specifically so we can watch wonder woman 1984 on christmas day and i was like well it's not kicking in the hdr feature and i was like well let me go buy a new cable and sure enough as soon as i plugged it in apple tv was like oh we think that uh that this tv that you just plugged in is hdr compatible shall we turn that on for you yeah. i was like yes yes please yes please please yeah. do <laughs> yeah also check your uh so i found out that our tv will support 120 frame or 120 hertz rather mm-hmm. which is a extremely fast uh, will allow for extremely fast frame rates um and you need to enable that sometimes because it doesn't necessarily do it by default on your device but the the xbox series x popped up with a, a thing and said <clears throat> it appears your television can can do 120. Do you want to? And I said, yes. And as soon as I did, everything got prettier. So yeah. So look for that, and then get ready for you know. <clears throat> I'm most excited, probably more excited about the Disney thing with Soul from a from mm-hmm. a production standpoint, because Disney already has a reputation with that service of putting out really really good transfers of everything. Like yeah, the quality is really really nice and. Uh, the artifacting is at a minimum. Like the, none of the other services look as good when I compare them. So I think Soul's just going to look outstanding uh, on yeah. that TV. I'm very excited about it. So yeah, Christmas Day, everybody. Woo! It's like going to the theater like you used to do, except not. Oh man, I just <laughs> found out our local theater has been open. Oh uh, yeah, we got some that are open that day, but uh, yeah, I ain't going in there. I just shook my head as I drove by the other night and saw it all lit up with the posters and everything. I'm just like ah. Well, people. you know, it doesn't mean people have to show up. They just have to, it just has to there, be open. There were cars in the, the parking show. lot. Oh, I was going to say, but they have to show the movie for it to qualify for like right. Oscars and things. So right, right, right. there may be nobody in the audience, but <laughs> yeah, there here's Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> um, all right. Now that you guys are done with Void Saga, I'm really curious what Critical Head is taking on next. Please tell yeah, us. Yeah. So Void Saga was our like nine year uh, campaign from uh, Dungeons and Dragons fourth edition from level one all the way up to uh, the end level 30 40 whatever however high up we got we just started a new campaign that is ongoing uh, it's called uh, Drifters and it is a uh, space race using the um, the Starfinder system from Paizo and so it's a, a lot of fun so um, the Pathfinder the people we, Pathfinder makes Starfinder as well, right? Is that, do I have yep. that? Mm-hmm. okay? Yep, okay. yep, yep. That's Paizo. All right. And it is a fun game. Uh, Kevin, who is our GM, is just fantastic. 
he's been doing this for a long time, and so he's come in, and we are a, a group of uh, assembled team that is now heading out into the stars to participate in this reality television show called Drifters, which is one giant space race. It's a whole lot of fun. Oh, it sounds awesome. I really want to do a sci-fi thing uh, whenever There Will Be Dungeons gets to the end of our current campaign, and we do a, we, we insert a lot of star stuff or a lot of uh, space stuff mm-hmm. just because Bo likes to go there. But um, I've heard nothing but great things about Starfinder as, as, a, as systems in terms of, you know, you want to do a sci-fi adventure, Starfinder's your, your jam. Yeah. I guess the only problem I have is space goblins, but I guess that's Paizo's thing. Yeah, they like the goblins in space. It's it's yep. a little bit like uh, orcs for anything Warhammer related. You know, mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. oh, we're, it's in space. Guess what? Orcs. Oh, it's in uh, ancient like freaking fantasy times. Orcs. Want some more orcs? How about if they're spelled with a K? How about that? Yeah, that, that's uh, set, in, set in set in the old west. Orcs. Yep, orcs. Old west orcs. Well, now you're talking. Now I'm into it. (laughs) Uh, And then finally, some science stuff. Hey, check it out. Monday the 21st. It's today. tonight. You got a chance to see something cool. Tell us what it it is. Yeah, the Great Conjunction. If you haven't heard about this, this is the closest that Jupiter and Saturn are going to be to one another in the last 800 years. Now, they they cross paths every 20 years, but they're, you know, the arc distance, the amount of space between them is not as large. This is the closest that they will be in 800 years. If you look to the southwest tonight, just after sunset, uh, 20, 30, 45 minutes after sunset, if you look to the west-southwest, you'll see probably not two bright stars, but one bright star. If you kind of trace a path between uh, where the sunset and where the moon is at, you'll see it. Uh, and this is actually the planets of, of Jupiter and Saturn who are so close together, they will look like one giant star. Uh, it's going to be really kind of cool. You might want to, if you can get out and, and, um, uh, and see it do, I've been watching it, uh, for the last couple of months as the two have gotten closer and closer. Last night I got out my astrophotography stuff to go take a picture. And of course it was cloudy. So hopefully oh. everyone has clear skies tonight where you are and there, you can see this. And they're saying that, um, the best, the peak time is one hour, exactly one hour after sunset. Uh, yeah. You gotta be rest. careful because you start to run to those and you're going to have to see it because they're going to be low on the horizon too. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to be elevated. If you've got it, if you're in a neighborhood with trees, you need to go to a big open space where you can see the horizon for this. Wow. Gotcha. Get high and look at the sky. Totally. Yeah. That's it, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sunset today, not at 420 though, Brian. Oh, shoot. Oh, close. 430. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is the longest night of the year too. That's the other thing that's that right. makes this kind of neat. So yeah. uh, everybody can go, go and check that out. If you're into the science stuff, and if you're into the astronomy stuff. Yeah, that stuff's great. Or if you're just into getting high. Yeah, you, you want to get high? You could miss it tonight and just wait 800 years to see it again. Or you, you can, can watch you it You know tonight. what? Mm-hmm. The difference between tonight and tomorrow night is going to be slightly noticeable, but probably not that oh, noticeable. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. if it's too oh, yeah, cloudy tonight, then tomorrow night's a, a better chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, good luck to everybody out there on the lookout for that. In the meantime, yeah, Stephen, we uh, wish upon you a wonderful Christmas. I hope it goes great. Oh, man. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And and by the way, Scott, uh, when you're doing your show and if you decide to eat food, stay hydrated. Yeah, I'm going to stay <laughs> hydrated. That's a really great idea. Wow. This, the advice just keeps rolling Very in. good idea. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. All right. Off he goes. Uh, hey, Brian, how about that mashup that features the best of Brian Ibbett uh, 2020? I've been waiting all week for this. Yeah. Me too. Uh, here it is. Let's play it. This is Jamie's uh, big compilation of the best Brian moments of the year. You heard mine last week. Now it's Brian's turn. Another another familiar voice uh, really? starts, starts okay. and ends it. So here you go. Enjoy. Well, hello again, you gorgeous people. Oh, 
Of course, this f***ing year wouldn't be complete without the trivia-loving, too-much-hassle man of a thousand voices, Brian f***ing Ibbett. <laughs> Let's take a look back at the best moments of 2020 from the cover master himself, our bald and oh-so-beautiful co-host, the one, the only, Brian Ibbettson. Munson, Munson, son, mun, Brian Ibbett. You just feel a little bit of a, eh, or a, mm, and as soon as you feel the, mm, that's when you hit the button. Oh. I had to go into podcasting because my penis was too large for television. <laughs> oh, this smells like a really good place for me to poop. Valorin Megabladder has told us that we need to go defend the eastern region. Valorin Megabladder. Amazing. Right here. I'm like what you get if a Baldwin brother has sex with Mr. Clean. <laughs> I'm the New South Wales Health Minister. Uh, Let me finish my meat pie and I'll try and stop those baboons. Hey, Sparky, show me your wiener again. It's like trying to fit the contents of a thousand Hunt snack pack puddings into a garbage bag is what I look like on a bike. I asked for more pancakes. Oh, I asked for more pickles. Pancakes? Where did I see pancakes? Um, C is for crack horse. Good enough for me. Crack horse, crack horse, crack horse starts with C. Having slightly sarcastically tweeted earlier that the high ups in news were all of a froth over my local news debut, so keen are we for good news that BBC Online have run the story, which was picked up by none other than Steve Wright on BBC Radio 2 today. 25 blonde women yep. and a guy named Steve. <laughs> we need to uh, stretch that out like Veronica's sausage. Yeah. Anyway, I know what I said, and I knew what I said before I said it, and I still said it, and I'm proud of it. Put some hot water into the French press for a minute. It's like Patrick's, down. It's like Patrick's here. I can't even tell the difference. Oh, I can't even tell the difference. Do you guys hear that? That's scarf as a filter. That's Patrick Bejar right there. Do you guys hear it? You hungry for peanuts? I'm really hungry for peanuts. <laughs> my hand is not to touch my pee-pee. But how does that taste? Like, what are you doing? Like shit. Like $350 worth of shit. Sex worther. Uh, worther. Dicks. Sex. Sex worth. <laughs> I can't say it. Sex worker death stare. There you go. Right. We take your shit and process it down into tasteless capsules for you to ingest. Like Popeye. Popeye? Like Popeye. How about Popeye? Like Popeye? I like camping. Camping is fun. Camping is really nice. You get yeah. to see new places. Camping is good. I eat marshmallows. I feel like they're all going to be just fine. Wolfhard, Mega... Mega Cho... Norman, whatever his name is. <laughs> Mega Norman. <laughs> and it's true. I mean... Wolfhard, Mega uh, Norman. The vandals neither took storf, st- storf nor left stuff. Damn it! <laughs> What's wrong with us? Now, ding dongs, on the other hand, give me a ding dong any day of the week. I'll take Go a ahead. ding dong. That's, that's yours, it. Jamie. Yep. Soma de cet ascenseur, Gerard Depardieu going to pee on me. Oh, wow! Wow! I would have never yeah. guessed. You're making the best five out of the two that you're given, yeah. plus the river, the flop, and the uh, the schmangy. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the turn, the river, the the, the, the flop, the, the turn, and the river. No, oh, please change it to schmangy. That's great. The schmangy. The schmangy. All you have left is a candle made from Gwyneth Paltrow's vajayjay. It's not made from her <laughs> they, they were creating scents for uh, for candles. She walked in and said, oh wow, that one smells like my vajayjay. That, uh-huh. That's how it is. It, it wasn't even like, alright Gwyneth, uh, here, um, queef into this jar and take it to the lab and we're going to try and replicate that scent uh, for our... Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Oh wow. I haven't coughed that hard since today. <laughs> right. Uh, it's the last 
The last coughings. Wow. It's the Fantastic. Coughing conjunction. Four minutes, 12 seconds of the best of Brian Ibbett of 2020. Oh Jamie, well That's, done. It's masterful yes. stuff. He did a great so job. So good. Yep. Well done on all of that. We got a bonus to play tomorrow, so he's been busy. So we'll do that then. Um, before we get out of here, Brian, a, another ANTP plug, please. That's right. We need applicants. We want you to be a contestant on America's Next Top Podcaster. Listen, you get to chat with Scott and Jury and Jenny and Tom and me and Hammond and luminaries in the industry every week for a dozen weeks if you last that long um no we really want you to be part of uh part of america's next top podcaster it's really easy to apply and uh and, and we, we want to hear your voice we want you we want you visit america's next top podcaster.com scroll down just a teeny tiny tiny teeny weensy weensy bit and uh click on the button to submit your application uh you've got one week uh, December 28th, end of day, is the end of applicant time. And then we're going to start picking our players. And we don't care how long you've been podcasting, as long as it's, what do we say, under five years this time. Mm. So, uh, no, under 10 years. Last time was five years. No. So under 10 years of podcasting. Jeez. So look, you can have been podcasting for quite a long time, and uh, we'll still take you. We want, yeah. we want Not that on. many people go that long, so... Right, you know, exactly. They're weirdos like us. We're fools. Yeah. We're fools, fools Scott. Fools. Uh, get get uh, podcasting tips and learn from fools like us with America's Next Top Podcaster dot com. Nice. Uh, all right, do that. In the meantime, also uh, big thanks to everybody who uh, has supported us over <coughs> at Patreon dot com slash TMS. If you haven't yet, go consider it and check it out. All the info is there. That again is Patreon dot com slash. TMS, and for everything else you need, we're at frogpants.com slash TMS. Tomorrow's a normal show. We'll have Justin and a big wad of fun. So come back for that. I will not choke on the air tomorrow. That I can tell you. Promise? Promise, I swear. The food has finally made its way into my um, bronchial tubes. I don't know where it is now. (laughs) It's finally (laughs) finally nestled in your alveoli inside your lungs. Yeah, so where it'll it'll fester and infect and then, you know, send me to the hospital in a week. But right now, it's fine. I feel great. Everything's great. Uh, Except just then, it hitched again. Anyway, hey, uh, that's tomorrow. So come back then for that. Uh, That's it. We should play a song. Do you you have a song? I have a song. Joshua from Central Virginia wrote and said, Hey, Brian, December 21st is my 28th birthday. Oh, you're so young. And if the schedule isn't already full, I'd like to request a song in celebration. I don't know if Who Spiked the Eggnog is um, a straight No Chaser original or a cover, but that's my top choice. If not, another Christmas song would be great. Thank you. Uh, well, sorry, Joshua. Yes, Who Spiked the Eggnog is an original by Straight No Chaser, but it comes from the same album as the song I did choose. So you're still getting a little straight No Chaser. And um, this one's a classic because it's two, two, two covers in one. Um, here are the 12 Days of Christmas from the album Christmas Cheers from 2009 and Straight No Chaser. Nice. Here it is. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings. 
four calling threes, French hen, turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to Christmas, my true love gave to me. Ladies dancing seven, ladies dancing six, ladies dancing five. You better not shout, you better not cry, you better not in a pear tree on the ninth. On the eighth, on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Here we come, oh, what's the lingo? The lingo, five golden rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves. Here we come, the boys head in hand. There I be decked with bass and partridge in a pear tree. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pipers piping, ten loads of leaping, nine ladies dancing, eight maids and milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay, and hey, when it's dry whoa, and ready, whoa, 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 a dreidel I shall play. Hey, oh, hey, dreidel! Hey, twelve days of Christmas. What? Yeah, Christmas. Eight, eight days of Hanukkah. Oh, it's a Christmas medley. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. On the twelfth day, my true love gave to me. Twelve drummers drumming like Olympus above the Serengeti. Eleven pipers piping, ten lords This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Wiener plant.